Today, we chat with a corporate and international lawyer who suddenly began receiving clear messages from Earth, which she shares with us today. Wow. Hi, it's Cheryl Sitz, welcoming you back to Exploring Possibilities. This is a show where we transform life from the inside out in holistic, spiritual ways. We have been broadcasting this show since 2012. You can find over 250 episodes at journeyofpossibilities.com. And new shows come out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all your favorite players, as well as youtube.com slash Cheryl Sitz. We'd like to keep this content free and accessible for everyone. That means we're listener supported and we count on you for contributions. Please show us some love. Journeyofpossibilities.com slash support. And Mary McNerney joins us in just a moment. Mario, your work has taken a new direction lately that's pretty exciting. Tell us about it. Thank you, Cheryl. One of the things that I do is remote support. And what does that mean? It's like I can train you on your website if you're needing to do some updates. I have a client of mine that they call me every so often and I remote into their computer and for two hours I show her how to do something on WordPress, on Wix, or maybe Microsoft Word or Microsoft Excel or even your email. And I have another client that I work with and they're having issues with their computers and I totally should like if Microsoft Word doesn't open or they can't get to a website. And sometimes I'm just doing maintenance. I check their uh, backups to make sure everything's working. I verify that the passwords are working properly, their email's working properly, virus scan, all of that remotely. I don't even have to go to your house. And during this whole lockdown, it keeps me safe, keeps you safe. And why not give it a shot? You can contact me at MarioRosales.com and let me know how I can help you. Mary McNerney earned her law degree from Georgetown University and did a fellowship with the UN Commission on International Trade Law before working many years as a corporate and international attorney. She never imagined that the spirit of Earth would one day clearly, surprisingly speak to her. This changed Mary's life, and she shares the messages that came forth in a book called Earth Speaks Up. I loved this read, and you can purchase a copy through a link that we'll post on this podcast, and a small portion of that goes to support the show, so we appreciate that. Mary currently resides in Massachusetts with her husband and horses, where she enjoys connecting with nature on horseback in the fields and forests. Her website is marymcnerney.com, and she joins us now. Hi, Mary. Hi, Cheryl. It's a treat to be here with you and your listeners. Oh, it's such a joy to have you, and... Wow. You know, I had a life-changing experience around 2012. So whenever an author leads me down that road of, I was living this life and now I'm living a different one, you've got me hooked right there. What a shift for you. You talk about in your book, you say, and I forget how you language it. I'm just going to read it here. At the time I was a corporate lawyer. And then later in the paragraph, she says, until one day I distinctly and unmistakably heard the words, take dictation from the earth. Wow. Were you a spiritual person before that came through? Um, I, I believed in, the, in cosmic consciousness, divine in divinity, but I was, not, I was not a nature guru or some illustrious spiritual type. I was just like the rest of us out here <laughs> doing my job, you know, taking care of the animals and my husband. He took me, I was an average person. And, um, yeah, not a, by, by no means a, a spiritual guru. Well, yeah. And what a, I mean, talk about going from this 
corporate, very modern world lifestyle back to the earth. You were jolted there through these messages. How did that start to happen for you? How this started for me as I was um, home from work one day, like the rest of us, I'd been swamped in paperwork and the to-do list and everything we're supposed to get done every day at work. (laughs) And it was a beautiful day outside. And I'm thinking, oh, I just want to enjoy this day. And then I I just happened to say out loud just to myself, hmm, what shall I do today? And then I heard distinctly and clearly take dictation from the earth. And I was surprised. I knew right away it was from the angelic realm because there was no one else in the room. And I was startled. And after a moment or two, I thought, wow, that's a pretty novel idea. I have no idea how to do that. That must be meant for some illustrious spiritual guru, not me. <laughs> so so I just, in my surprise, I just tabled the idea in the back of, the, back of my mind and um, pretty eventually pretty much forgot about it until about six months later, I had the exact same experience and heard the exact same thing. Take dictation from the earth. And I had no idea what to do with this or how to do it, but I just, okay, I'll give it a go. And I took a pen and paper, went out and sat on the edge of the woods in our backyard and just sat there. And then, Cheryl, all of a sudden, the word started coming. This information started flowing to me, and it was dictation. And it was, I knew it was the consciousness of the earth, the voice of the earth, and then came in. Um, supported by some angelic beings who came, who sounded to me like, like the very illustrious spiritual gurus that I was not. Sonorous professors. It was deep, deep wisdom. And I was in the midst of just receiving this, this information. And I continued doing this over the ensuing months and years. And that's what this book came forth. That's a short story of how it came forth. But Cheryl, I like sharing this story because it's not just about me. As we talked about at the outset, I have no special training or special gifts or um, I was a corporate lawyer for God's sake. (laughs) But this is an innate capability we all have to attune to the earth and to listen to the earth and to be with the earth in this, in an entirely different way than we've ever known. And this is a time too where humanity's making this great leap into recognizing, awakening to the fact that our planet earth is this conscious, sentient, and communicating being that yes, really needs us to engage with her. You know, she really is. We, we, we use the words earth mother and we throw this language around. She is our mother. What on earth would we do if we didn't have the ability to breathe and eat what she gives us and take in the oxygen? You know what I mean? Like it's such a synchronistic relationship. And now in our corporate busy city lifestyles that many of us have led, we become more detached from that and we don't fully appreciate that we need to be giving back to her and not just going to the grocery store and buying what she gives us or breathing the air as we cut down the trees. There has got to be more reverence to the synchronicity of the way it all flows. 
Yeah, I like the way you describe that reverence to the synchronicity of the way it all flows. <laughs> That's a beautiful explanation. Um, and, and part of the reverence to that synchronicity is expanding our awareness, recognizing that the earth is this communicating being, is this conscious being, and that we need to learn to work together with her in an entirely new way. And that's what this book guides us into, this new relationship, seeing our world, seeing our planet differently. But it's also, Cheryl, about seeing ourselves differently. And this is equally as exciting, recognizing who we really are. Um, as, as this, as a mystic and writer, Joseph Campbell, I don't, maybe you've, you've mm-hmm. come across him or some of your listeners have, as he once said, we as humans have only a fractional inkling of who we really are. And I love that, um, quote from him because it shows us we have so many more capabilities to work with and heal the earth than we are aware of. Right. Yes. And you know, it's, it's interesting because we're in, we're on this continuum between unconsciously stumbling around being carefree consumers, participating in that cycle and then, you know, sending it off to the landfill and, oh, well, it goes in a hole somewhere and who cares? That kind of unconscious lifestyle all the way over to what our ancestors did so well, which was living in perfect harmony, connected right to the land. There's a broad spectrum from one end to the other of consuming a little bit less of what we don't need, being a little more aware of where it goes. And that's just our daily lives. And then there's the part that you go into so well in the book about taking the time to be still and communicate and send healing energies into the earth to give something back to her. So that's almost at the extreme for some people who are still unconsciously stumbling around being consumers and, and use it and throw it away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like we've got all these spectrums, as you're referencing here, of how we can perceive and address the earth. Yes, we can do more recycling. We can be more attentive to our wasteful habits and all those kind of things. And of course, as many are doing, we can go out and um, demonstrate and protest for climate justice and um, against, you know, against global warming and ask big government and science to take care of that problem. Um, But beyond that, many of us feel, well, what else can I do? I'm just a little average individual. What else can I do? But the amazing thing is there is so much we as individuals can do on this energetic level that the earth introduces us to in the book about how to work together with her and the creative energetic level. And this brings us into learning a whole new aspect about ourselves and our own innate creative power and creative abilities to um, work with the earth and with other people for the healing of our planet. 
Absolutely. One thing that you mentioned in the book that I loved, so I did have some takeaways that were really powerful from this book, and I kind of want to visit with you about those on the show today. One of them is, I have been doing some work, I don't know if you're familiar with the Joseph Communications and the channeler Michael Rachia, who has channeled those publications in England. We've had him on the show before. If you didn't get a chance to enter in, to hear any of that, check back in our library and, and look for that. But he talks about sending focused light energy, high high light energy back into the planet and, and seeing it all in its highest form and doing these meditations. And so I do that work. I do that work every day. And then when you talked about in here, and I'm jumping now to the chapter exercise six in the book, you tell us to tune our collective heads and minds to this effort of putting loving energy back into the planet in the way that you describe in the book that the earth gave you. It's interesting to me because I haven't had anybody really say, you know, other people are doing this work around the world. So focus your energy with theirs to bring more power to the work that you're doing. That was really valuable insight from this book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, there's things we can do, we can join together and that magnifies the power of the energetic, the healing energy we're bringing forth, but we can also do it individually. Um, it's we're not dependent on having a group to work together. That's a wonderful way to do it. But to start out, we can all easily just start right where we are. Um, we don't have to be out in nature. We can be right in our apartment, in our in our high rise office building, and the earth gives us these simple exercises to do to help us learn to come into communication with her, help us learn to awaken our abilities to work at the co-creative energetic level. Um, and, and that there's a whole series, you mentioned one of them, exercise six, but there's, she gives us nine exercises that we can work with to, um, in, in some of them only take a few minutes. It's like we brush our teeth every day. We can take a few minutes to do these exercises for and with earth, these simple little meditations. Um, because when we're working at the energetic level, that's where change is created. Um, we've become, as our society, so fixated on the 3D, the three-dimensional world we live in, everything we can touch, see, and hear. But our world is much more than that. Our planet and ourselves are much more than that. There's, we can work at the vibrational energetic level, which is what creates the foundation for what we see in our three dimensional world. Does that make any sense how I'm describing this energetic level? Absolutely. And I mm -hmm. think that's coming through in so many ways right now. This really, I think is going to be remembered as the time that we finally went back to the teachings that came before us about vibration and frequency and mm. the power of that for healing ourselves, our planet. Yeah, it's, it's profound. Yeah, yeah. Because there's so much more that, that is beyond what we see in our 3D world. Um, like, for example, we see um, the problems of climate change as, as coming from pollution and um, the the um, carbon monoxide, carbon emissions that we put forth in the world and they're accumulating at the North Pole and creating this these problems in the Arctic. And that's one aspect of it. But one thing we don't realize is um, 
the, the emissions we're creating that we don't see, the electromagnetic energy that we're spewing from our computer devices and everything else that, that our planet is, that we as humanity are spewing, that electromagnetic energy is also coalescing in the Arctic. Remember our poles, our, our North Pole is the um, magnetic north, all magnetic energy is drawn there. And so that's causing a big um, shroud, um, and it's really affecting climate change, is the electromagnetic energy we're spewing that we can't see. We think it's spewed, it's gone. No. Um, but all of these exercises in the book help us, again, work at that energetic level to clear these things we see and don't see, to rebalance the planet, to rebalance our society. It just opens us up to a whole new powerful way of being. Yes, it does. You know what was coming through for me as I was listening to you talk is we think about what we can see, what our senses can pick up. And there's, there's such a narrow spectrum that our senses mm. can pick up as humans. And we call everything else energy because we can't see it, can't taste it, can't touch it. And it's just the range beyond what our senses can operate and function with. But it, we can function with it. We just can't tell it. We can't discern it for ourselves mm -hmm. through our senses, but we can feel it. And that's what you're yeah. talking about. Right, exactly. And I love the way you describe it. And, um, and the thing is, we can, and now is the time where we need to begin to attune ourselves to that energetic level. Same way as um, we habitually talk in English, okay? That's the language we learn. That's the language we know. But if we choose to, we can learn to communicate in another language. We just have to bring our awareness to that and, and expand our understanding and put a little effort into learning that other language that we're not familiar with. And it's the same way as you're talking about now with, with learning to work on the energetic level or to tune, attune to the energetic level or to the earth's communications. We just simply need to expand our awareness and our willingness to allow ourselves to work at those and attune to those energetic levels. It's so true. Of our expanded consciousness. That's mm -hmm. so true. And for me personally, the, at least recently, as the frequencies that are coming into this planet are higher and higher as we go through this so-called awakening, what we're calling the awakening, my body can't take the, the heavier, lower vibrational stuff either. So I have to release that and I have to continue to put in things from, from our Mother Earth, more, mm -hmm. more plants, more higher vibrational foods, mm -hmm. more, and that, that helps my gut become the sense. So if I can't see it, can't feel it, but my gut can feel it, my body can feel it. As mm -hmm. I raise my vibration, I can feel this energy work that we're doing. So we do have the capacity to connect with it. It's just preparing our bodies to be able to function at that level. Yeah. And, you know, that that's a great example. There's a wonderful analogy you've just wrapped in that <laughs> comment, Cheryl. It's because as you feel the changes it makes in your body when you attune to it and work in these ways and attend to it, it's, that's an exact parallel to what the earth feels. When we attune to her body and her consciousness, it's all a parallel. Yes. And we, when we attend to it in the way you describe attending to your body and the, um, and the healing and vibrations, it's the same thing for our planet. 
it's the exact same thing as you described. You feel in yourself. Yes, it is. And that intention is important. Intention to connect with the planet and to say thank you and here, let me give back to you in the ways that she gives us in the book that are so clear. You know, something else that really got me in the book, I have not... I have studied about crystals and rocks, about their properties, their healing properties. I'm familiar with the properties that they have, but the way that rocks are described in the book is very different. Will you share a bit about what came through around rocks and and the importance of connecting with rock energy? Yeah, this was equally as amazing for me, Cheryl, because I had never perceived conceptualize of rocks as anything more than a than what we say as rock this inert thing but rocks are what was explained to me in the book and it's set for what as i as i received the information for the book and it's sent forth quite extensively in several chapters is rocks are channels of energy rocks are they hold an aspect of conscious con cosmic consciousness for the planet they are in essence they carry vibrations for the planet and all all life upon the planet Um, and we as humans can expand our awareness to perceive rocks differently Um, we are um, and this is not just crystals and gems this explain me this is all rock um, and sometimes, um, we see these things, what's been interesting for me is we see these things that are called glacial erratics that are, might be, um, big, big rocks at unusual formations and they have no explanation. Science has no explanation for that. I'm like a, a giant rock that's balanced on a small rock. There's a number of these in Central Park in Manhattan, which are amazing. Um, but there's ones all over this country and all over the world um, that look like they should be rocks that should just tip over, but they don't. And these are kind of signal us, ooh, when you see something unusual, pay attention because it's carrying a special vibration for the planet. And when you see a rock that catches your attention, just pay attention um, because there's a vibration being carried through there that once you become aware of it and attuned to it, it magnifies that vibration, the benefits of that vibration. Where we are now is all about bringing our individual consciousness, bringing human consciousness into a greater awareness of everything around us. And this includes rocks and seeing everything differently. Because as we begin to see that differently as we begin to expand our understanding and perception our awareness changes and our world changes as we begin to open up in a new way and rocks they in the book they introduced us to looking at rocks in a new way but that's just the primer beyond that we'll be shown how to look at horses in a new way look at water in a new way look at oceans in a new way because our world is not at all as we perceive it and i've been told there's so much more new information coming through that will be coming through now that 
right now we're in this time of change where we are now and you'll have to excuse me Cheryl because I'm just going to um this is information that's coming through that needs to be needs to be conveyed right now is um our our planetary consciousness and our human consciousness it's analogous to we've been we've been reading a book and we've been engrossed in one chapter of the book and wrapped up in all the excitement and the stimulation of in, that's in that chapter but now we're at the end of that chapter and we're in this blank page you know how in a book between chapters there's often a blank page a white page and that's where we are right now at mm-hmm. this white page we finished one chapter we as human consciousness and the earth in her own planetary consciousness have finished a chapter we're at the white page we're not at the new chapter yet we know it's coming but this is time right now is for us to mm, let go of that past the past information the past chapter be in this quiet time of the empty space and allow things new things to come to our awareness new things to unfold new information new awarenesses to unfold for us and then we'll be moving on to the next chapter that's a beautiful message mm-hmm. thank you for bringing that mm-hmm. through it's so timely right now and you mm-hmm. know as we look i have family on the west coast dealing with the fires we've mm-hmm. had flooding in the south from the hurricanes this book very early on, Earth says, this weather is not happening to you. You are creating this weather. Consciously create something new. Would you mm-hmm. speak to that a little bit for us, please, what we most need to hear right now about that? Oh, I'm so glad you raised that question, Cheryl, because this is one thing I really like to share with people as about that exercise. Our thoughts, our emotions, our vibrations, it's, it's just like the electromagnetic energy I spoke about before. We spew that and we think it's gone because we can't see it. We have that same perception of our thoughts, our emotions that we spew out. We spew them. We can't see it. We think it's gone. But those accumulate that it becomes a, a negative detritus that accumulates around the planet and in her etheric field. Her etheric field is her atmosphere. Um, Same way as our etheric field is what surrounds us, our auric field. Um, The same is for Earth. So all this detritus that we spew, whether it's pollution, um, smog pollution, electromagnetic energy pollution, or negative thoughts in battle energy, emotions, vibrations, that all collects in, in Earth's. Um, atmosphere and um, and the only thing earth can do to clear that is twist spin and discharge it in the form of a hurricane for example or a tornado that's her only way of clearing her energetic field unless we as humans step in and clean up our negative energy And the earth gives us a wonderful, simple, simple exercise on how to do that. And, um, and 
this is something, if you feel like it, Cheryl, we can just take a minute and, and do this exercise together with anyone who's listening. Oh, or... please. We've never needed to do it more than right now. <laughs> okay. This, this is great. And this is a simple one we can all do um, day and night for a few minutes. Um, and it has, we think it's just me doing it, what, what a difference can make. But because we're working at the energetic level, it has a resonant effect and it moves far beyond what we can see. So I'm going to, I'm just going to um, read this from the, from the book. This is um, um, exercise two and take responsibility. And I'll just guide it through you. This was an exercise. This is um, the earth consciousness gave us this. Um, and so I'm going to read her words. Please begin and pay attention to the instructions I shall enumerate for you. Acknowledge. The earth needs me to take responsibility. This is not for someone else. I am willing to step in as a representative of humanity and discharge the accumulated buildup of toxic or unneeded energies in this particular area. Then name the area you select to work with. It's not necessary or even wise for you as an individual to assume the task of cleaning out humanity's toxic energy for the entire planet. Select a region of any size which is important to you or known by you or which you simply care about. And then hold this place in your mind's eye. Bring a, a current of pure light energy into it. Envision that energy bursting forth with spark and light and wisdom. This current of ancient wisdom saturates the region you have selected. Be with that current. Allow it to bring forth what is good from you and to you. This is the current of creativity, which always encircles your planet and virtually all planets. This is the current which can and does change water into wine, so to speak. Then the earth goes on to say after this exercise, you can and should begin to use this exercise for your own betterment and purification as well as for the planet. The earth cannot bring this into being alone. Be with earth. Take joy in this process because as you take joy, you are in so doing giving it forth. The current of cosmic creativity is now to be used more and more in this, particularly, in this particular planetary realm. It needs to be drawn forth and utilized. That was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know if, if our listeners know this or not, but there's a, a place called White Eagle Lodge. They have three centers in the world. 
and three times a day, they hold and focus the light on areas of the world that are experiencing particular challenges at the time, just as this meditation does. And I think it's just beautiful that quietly, every single day, these three temples are doing this work, and all of their members around the world are doing this work to help bring healing light to people and to the planet. And I'm not a commercial for them. I just, I thought it was beautiful when I discovered that. And they they don't do a lot to sing their own praises because they just quietly go about their work. But it's the work that I do now more since I became aware of it. And that the book is saying, Earth is saying, please do this for me. It it feels sometimes like it's not enough because it feels like it's just me. But I know that's rubbish. I know that's my mind getting in the way, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And what you said is exactly true. That's our mind getting in the way. Because what Earth conveyed to me through this book is that when we work on the energetic level, as in this exercise she gave us, this creates the three-dimensional world we live in. Mm. Um, And and, um, this, it has a, we've just been so distracted by our, our mental and our logical realm and our doings in the world that we've forgotten that there is this whole other dimension we can work with. And as, as these people, these groups you talked about around the world doing this, as each one of us joins in and does this, it has that transformative effect. And what Earth explained to me, as each human begins to do this, and the resonance expands and expands, it has this purifying effect, so she doesn't have to create hurricanes yes. to discharge this accumulated toxic energy. If humanity steps in and does these things like these simple exercises, it has a huge effect. And we're working together with her to clear her atmosphere. So she doesn't have to do it alone by creating hurricanes. Hurricanes is the only tool she has in her toolbox. Right. We have so much more in our toolboxes that we've forgotten, um, that we've moved away from, that we weren't aware of but we all have this innate capability. Yes. It's not just it's not just the illustrious spiritual gurus. It's all of us were born with it. It's a way to actively pray. it's prayer in action. It's not sitting back saying, "Oh, please somebody help us down here." It's taking the action and saying, "I can bring this light forth. I can bring this healing forth. I have a responsibility." And I think that's what this age is about is awakening to the responsibility of faith, faith in action, prayer in action. What can I do? Oh, Cheryl, I love the way you said that. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Wow. And this is what, and earth has come forth to show us what we can do, you know, and it's far, it's, it's actually far easier than we've ever realized. We've always think it has to be big and complex and complicated to achieve things. But no, when we're working on the energetic level, it's just as you said, Cheryl, it's just as you said. Mm -hmm. I love that. How wonderful that we didn't have to go and get 50 degrees to figure out what to do. We can just do it. We're all born with it. Imagine that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we just we just need to expand our awareness into this. And here I'm going to share with you this lovely little quote from Earth. Okay. Now is the time to change your understanding and perceptions of your world. Once we each change our awareness, everything else changes. Yes. Mm. 
Yes, beautiful. Wow, that's a perfect place to wrap this up. You've done you've done an amazing job, Mary, of being a spokesperson for the earth and a messenger for the earth. And the way you lay the book out that so clearly says, here's what earth says, and here's what the angels are adding, and here's back to what earth says, and here's an... You, you clarify everything that comes through you so we don't have to guess what you mean. You did a beautiful job. Thank you for being spokesperson for the earth for us all right now. And thank you, Cheryl, for giving the earth this opportunity to share these words to the bigger world and the role you play in bringing this forth and to each of the listeners too, who are now engaging with this in a new way. It's like, it's like this big expansive um, emotion of gratitude filling, uh, filling the planet for, for all of us joining in this way. So thank you. What a beautiful chorus we're all coming together to sing. Mm -hmm. Mary McNerney is who we've had on the show today. The book is called Earth Speaks Up. There's a link right below where you can order your copy, and I highly recommend it. It's just a beautiful book. It's not a big, thick, going to take you years to read. It's a book to pick up and live right now. Read a chapter, try an exercise, start to bring this into your life and, and bring this into our world because she really needs us right now. Would you like to add anything, Mary? Echoing again the feeling from earth coming forth of gratitude, the vibration of gratitude that spills forth from the earth as each one of us individually attunes our consciousness to her. There's just this feeling of thankfulness when we, from her to us when we join in in this way. Absolutely. Mm. What a beautiful place to end the show. So mm -hmm. thank you, listener, for joining us today as well. Let us know what you thought of the show. You can give us your feedback at journeyofpossibilities.com. And please show us some love while you're there at journeyofpossibilities.com slash support to help us keep bringing this to you free each and every month. And we'll see you next time on Exploring Possibilities.